This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Hanging out here in room six, talking to my brother, Eric. Eric, it's my understanding you uh, have recently come back to the Ohio Valley from a bit of a journey. Right, literally. But there wasn't nearly enough journey for me uh, yeah. at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Todd. Let's just Indeed. put it that way. So, <laughs> yes, we, we just had a day trip to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is in Cleveland, Ohio, right on the lake Uh and next to a giant stadium now, and also uh, looks to be like some type of science museum. But uh, the family and oh. I uh, trekked up to uh, the Hall of Fame uh, on a Saturday for uh, my daughter's birthday celebration, which just shows that uh, I have a cool ass daughter. Right. Um, yeah. You're, that you're, is... <laughs> that's, par- that's parenting done right when they're like, well, yeah, I want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. But the the now you judge me as you will. But the reason she wanted to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and I oh quote, boy. is oh to see Elvis stuff. So well, that's that's. I mean, they call him the King of Rock and Roll. I don't know that right. I agree with all that, but you know, it, it, there's there's precedent there. That's fine. Right. To each their own. Right. You know. Well, so that's that's kind of where we went on the voyage, uh, which. Nice. You know, it was like a three-hour drive from where we're at, so that's oh, not yeah. too far. Is what what is Cleveland from Columbus? About two. I mean, everything in Ohio is it, it, it can is no more than two hours from Columbus. Right. We're smack in the middle. Man, um, that's that's know. pretty damn cool. If you were in the sports, Todd, you could just see everything. I I could. Um, yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I've never well, really Todd, looked at it through that you lens. Decided, I imagine if you, you decided. Know why. <laughs> right, right. If you decided to go to concerts, you could probably see any one because they can well, hit, you know, the big uh, some of the big venues. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, tangentially related to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, I went there uh, a few years back. It was, it was uh, pre-COVID. Um, we were heading out for one of the uh, the road trips, and I think it was because we had not yet hit Michigan as one of the right. states. Right. Because um, Michigan isn't on the way to anywhere. No, so we just, just by itself they, up there. We just set up a trip to Michigan, but on our way, we went up to Cleveland, and um, Beyonce and Jay Z oh. had a concert in that big ass stadium. That's that's right I next to the it. thing. Yeah, um, I, I mean, it. Abby and the girls went to that. I hung out in the hotel room and designed, you know, a board game. <laughs> but prior <laughs> to that, prior to the actual concert, we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and it was awesome. And then we went back to the hotel. They got ready. They went to go see Beyonce. But no, no, you, we like Abby this past weekend. I think while you were up at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, she right. went up with her sister and saw uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. So yeah, it's, yeah, you can you can see about yeah. anybody and everything in Ohio, I guess. So that's geography oh, yeah. lesson. I guess if you're going if you can handle the random screaming as of O H and I O, you can move to yeah. Columbus and and be okay. So I mean, I mean, it's a simple spelling test to to, to live here. Um, right, right. <laughs> It's 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 not not a difficult one. You can no. pass pretty easily. Uh, yeah. So I went to the Hall of Fame. Todd, do you have any guess the last time I think I was at the Hall of Fame? What year? I am going to say it would have been 1995. 
because I feel like there's a point where you had said there was a point where you guys came up to see me at Akron and proceeded onward to Cleveland to do something like that. Well, is that, that, is that was, correct? Or am I, I would say that, that you're making that up, but I okay. would say that was the first <laughs> time I recall seeing Lake Erie. Uh, Because I remember that being dad's first time he made a notion to say that was the first time that he actually could look across the body of water and could not see the other side. So that was kind of a big deal to him. So I thought that was pretty cool. But I and I did see that and I did think of that moment as well. I said to myself, oh, look at this. This I remember. And I told the kids that story. So that was that was nice and fun. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe it was around 2004. Lauren and I went when we were dating. And nice. um, I recall it was probably towards like the winter or whatever, but there was also a hard rock, rock cafe that we ate at. So we had a really rocking day. Uh, oh, sadly, that hard yeah. rock cafe is no more. And Lainey was definitely disappointed what? because I was like, we need to go eat there and they oh. don't have it. So, and I, I don't, That's I mean, upsetting. I'm a big fan of the, the hard rock cafes. Uh, there's still one in Pittsburgh in which I think we'll just have to venture and go do. Uh, I don't think I've ever been. I've heard about them. I've seen, seen them places but i don't think i've ever been oh really well that yeah. that might be um i mean there's only there's not nearly as many as there used to be um but that might be a place that i i think you would enjoy it it is uh it isn't is it like, themed. Is, isn't it kind of like an applebee's except instead of being weird americana stuff plugged to the wall it's all rock and roll memorabilia that's yeah, my, yeah that's my vision of what a rock a hard rock cafe is, is yeah i mean it's a next level Applebee's. I mean, it's okay. quite quite bigger, bigger screens. It, you know, have you ever been to like a Planet Hollywood? No. Or okay, so you don't. You basically <laughs> have never been to any themed. I've never uh, been dining anything. experiences. Uh, okay. Outside outside of your, you know, Applebee's with where the theme is sports ish and random uh, stuff. Okay. Yeah. I um, mean, I would definitely I not think of Applebee's as themed restaurants, but no. you know, well, that's, you that's kind of my point. Is is that that's as close to themed as I've gotten. So take right. take that as as the indicator. Okay. So so yeah, that was what we planned on doing. We could not do that because obviously it wasn't there anymore. But that's it is what it is. No no big deal there. We we went ahead and um, made our way to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, with the kiddos and so forth. So in and I don't know. I don't know if it's super impressive on the outside. It's kind of like a. Uh, but then again, you know, I've seen you go down to Disney and you go to Epcot and they have these pretty impressive structures and it honestly mm-hmm. looks like a pavilion that's down at epcot there's one called the imagination pavilion which is kind of like a glass pyramid and yeah. that's kind of what it looks like you know yeah um yeah, yeah. so it, it's kind of like a glass pyramid i just remember it being a little bit more impressive the first time i saw it but you know that was 20 <laughs> years ago and you yeah. know i haven't seen as much of the world still haven't seen nearly enough of the world now but nonetheless i'm like so we walked in and um you know it it for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that's been around, I think, since like 88, which has, you know, hundreds of people in there. It's it's only like five floors and it's not one floor is like all retail and food. Um, so yeah. I don't know. I, this, this part of me is slightly disappointed with the size of it. But then again, part of me is like, well, what else? You know, you can only look at people's jackets and shoes and, and notebooks, <laughs> you know, for so right. much, too. So what's your yeah. overall thought when you first went? Like, were you like underwhelmed a bit or am i am i the only one um i guess i guess part of it comes into the fact that i kind of went in there with no real expectations if you have no expectations it's it's real hard to get disappointed uh you know and real easy to be impressed um right i i I feel i feel like 
from the outside, it looked like it was going to be some huge mythic thing. And I agree. Mm -hmm. I think when I went in, it's like, oh, this is there's I feel like there's a lot more open space in the main entry. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like you walk in, it's like this vast cavernous atrium type situation, which is nice and, you know, kind of mythic in its own sense. But when you actually go to the, you know, the, the exhibits and stuff, they all seem it, it, it was very much, you know, smaller and compact. Um, like I said, it didn't really bum me out, but it was it was, oh, this is not going to be as full of stuff as I necessarily thought from the outside. Right. Kind well, that's kind of how I thought. Um, you know, I just kind of, exp you know, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been to a, a quality museum as well. But, like, right. it just seems like museum is just, like, wall after wall of, like, you walk down and there's always something in some type of glass container. And I'm not saying that's not, it wasn't, like, 100% not the case at the Hall of Fame. But it was a little bit more, uh, it was a little bit more, like, the first floor when you right walk in is right 100% right the right hand side is all retail all freaking mm -hmm. retail which mm -hmm. makes sense like you're selling vinyls you're selling t-shirts you're selling you know magnets and all that jazz oh yeah and the left on the other hand is all like it's like a <laughs> kind of seemed like a modern like jimmy johns or subway it was just like yeah. a little like market right yeah. and then and and it's not even fully across because it's like over and like you know you're looking over the lower level so right. that first floor is kind of nothing to do with the Hall of Fame except for like make money, <laughs> which is fine because I'm sure yeah. they need to do that. Got to keep you know? the doors open somehow. I mean, right. right. I can't remember what 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 do you remember what tickets cost to get into that joint? I think it was like thirty five bucks and twenty five dollars, so it wasn't horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we might have spent a hundred bucks or so, and then they had like you know year passes and stuff like that, and I mean you know power to them I, I i can't see myself going back there for a while i mean but, i mean i mean that's that's the thing like i'm 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 rock and roll all the way you know what i'm saying but i right. think even if i lived in cleveland i'd be hard pressed to need an annual pass to the rock and well like, I, don't, I don't i don't think that's a place i would just go it's thursday let's go to the rock and roll hall of fame you know what i mean well like, here's the like, question the, the question i would have is how often do they exchange out exhibits because that could be you know my major complaint, number one, is there's a lot of bands there that just was way underrepresented. And then you had all this space that was like for other things in which we can get to. But for the most part, if they swap out uh, the exhibits frequently enough, like let's say, you know, I guess, every I guess, two months, I guess, then that right. would make sense, you know. Or even if it's like, like quarterly, they switch stuff up and it's like, okay, if I'm going to go, it's actually going to be new, different stuff. Right. I guess I guess I don't think about museums doing that because I go to museums so infrequently, and when I do, it's so spaced out. I, right. I just assume what's in this museum is what's in this museum. If they've got cool stuff, it's out and being shown. And I, I I'm just don't think that's reminded, the case. Oh no, I'm regularly reminded by like Abby she, when we're talking about like the Smithsonian. She's like, "Yeah, dude, the Smithsonian. They switch stuff out. They bring bring out the old stuff. They put in new stuff. They switch it out. Like you 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 go." And it's going to be different just about every time. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I just, right. I just assume it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, obviously the history of rock does not go far as far back as you know what they have in the Natural History Museum. You know what I mean? I figure, well, right, it's not been it's not been around that long. Clearly, they can just leave it all out all the time and not have to mess with that. But that's not true <laughs> no no well and, and if you had an annual pass that would give you a reason to go back and i yeah. think this is where this is where it gets kind of difficult 
for me to contemplate and understand is that that once again, this is a museum that is selling tickets and this is a business. I'm sure it's like a nonprofit, so to speak, or there's probably some type of aspects where they're not trying to get rich off of it, but nonetheless, they're, they still need to pay employees and and do all this jazz. So when you walk in there, you're like, all right, right off the get go, you're hit with the retail stuff. And you're like, Hey man, this would have been a badass exhibit over there. And you can sell like (laughs) 10 t-shirts. You don't need every single vinyl album to man, by the way, no weird Al vinyls they had Uh, like literally they had a all new vinyls a to z and nowhere to be found weird al he's not in the hall of fame that's another rant for a different time but still that sell got it would be nice i was real i would have bought all his vinyls literally i know it broke the rules uh for me right now but um (laughs) i would have probably bought some so but i looked at that and i'm like all right that should have been an exhibit over there all right food i get it that makes sense if you're going to be here uh you know but well i think we i think while we were there we ate because we, yeah. we we showed up like in, such that our trip there straddled like lunchtime. So yeah, like right. I, I wasn't I wasn't upset about the food. Right. And then when you walk downstairs, you go downstairs. And I mean, they had some cool props. They they had these like, you know, little Volkswagen bugs suspended from the ceiling. I guess that was from a um shoot. It might have been I think maybe it was a Billy Joel con no U2. It was from the U2 Zoo tour or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they had this giant hot dog suspended like uh from the ceiling and then a uh, airplane that was from uh Pink Floyd's, you know, you know, uh tour, you know, like a miniature yeah. airplane type thing. So those things are cool. And I expected to see a lot more of that. But then you walk downstairs and then there's just once again this giant area that looks to be like sometimes they have they could have live bands there, but it looked like excess seating, oh, yeah. you know. And, and, you know, then there's restrooms and offices and I'm, you know, uh, and I'm like, oh, well, you know, once again, lots of, lots of empty space, not nothing on the walls. Like all, I just ex- expected every wall to have something, you know, and you, you, I mean, you'd, wasn't think, the case. You'd, think you'd think there's enough stuff that you could just go nuts, but eh. there has to be. So, so we basically, we lo- looked online and we figured out how to optimize the plan. And it was a matter of you start at the top first. So like, if you're going to, you, everybody normally does that, you know, they go down, down, do that and so forth. So we just optimized. So we walk, we went all the way to the top first. So we went to like the sixth floor and, um, there was some cool, there was, you know, there's some pretty cool exhibits up there. The very, very top was just like one room in which it had the setups. It was four in four different corners. It had the amplifier setups for four different bands and, and it had, uh, like the guitars used and the actual systems. The coolest segment was they had one that was from the 1999 Woodstock, I think, that had nine inch nails. So it had a statue of Trent Reznor covered in mud with yeah. his actual like muddy boots and the muddy keyboard and and so forth. And then every and in every 15 minutes, it had a big video that's over top the thing. And every 15 minutes, the new video would show. So when one ended, it was like two minutes and it would go to the next. And okay. um, and it also had a Trent Reznor from the closer video. It had like a dummy mannequin that was suspended from the ceiling. That's that was spinning much like oh, the yeah. video. And I thought that's that was awesome. pretty badass. So we watched that, that must that must not have been there when I was there because I would have probably See, lost my shit. Like that would have been the yeah that would have been all I would have talked about. So that must not well, have been there when I was there. No, so this is I imagine this is where you would switch out stuff. Like yeah. because this was such a small room and it was like a soundproof room. It had all this cool sound stuff on it. So it was very well themed. Everything was well themed, but it was it was tiny, you know. So it was just four boxes, glass boxes with this stuff. <laughs> I think Van yeah. Halen was one. 
Yeah. And um, I can't recall the third, but then the other one was uh, Tom Morello from Rage Against Machine and Audio Slave. Okay. And I, we watched a little bit of that, but that had like his guitar and then it has foot pedals and then it went to a video and it explained how he learned how to play guitar and stuff. And by that point in time, it was cool enough, but it was just like, all right, we'll go down, down. Um, so that was like the one floor. And then when you went down, this was what I anticipated to see the entire time. It was like four or five. And they had a lot of the stuff that was on the wall. So it yeah. had a uh, it had the beat it jacket and yeah. a couple other Michael Jackson things. And you're like, this is what you expect to see. Right. right. Then you then you turned a corner and you saw uh, Kurt Cobain's guitar that he broke. And then it had a video like and with headphones that you could actually watch the this performance of the video when he broke the guitar and did all this crazy wacky shit okay. on stage. Then you saw like this giant glass thing of Bon Jovi and their entire set, you know, like the guitar, keyboard, all this stuff. And then you just kept walking around. And uh, some of the cool stuff is you'd see like the original, uh, you know, lyrics and writing on a on a napkin for artists yeah. and their songs and stuff. And that's what you just anticipate to see. Right. Like that's what you expect. That, that's right. museum level shenanigans right there. Right. Oh, yeah. And I and I nerded out on that. And I took pictures of stuff and in general and got videos and stuff. And I'm just, you know, that's kind of what I was nerding out about. And then you go down and the next, I think it was, it would have been, you know, floor four um, was fine, but there was a whole section and it was just like interactive. You go in there and you can make your own like beatbox song. So they were they were like celebrating like nine. Well, they celebrating years of fifty years of hip hop or something. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the, that and, and that seems like that's like a traveling exhibit, and that's fine. So this must have been a space that was also kind of like traveling, and they can re- redirect. But there a whole section was you go in these little booths and you can make your own you know beats, which the kids loved. Right. Oh, no doubt. Uh, you know, and then the other side of that floor was the actual hall of fame you walk through and you see all the plaques which i thought was really cool so they have yeah. almost like a timeline and it was like 1988 1999 or 89 and they have the bands and then they have the signatures of the people in the bands and it goes all the way across the room yeah and That's... they have the exhibits as well where like you put your headphones on and then you could pick the band and listen to music which would have been really badass back in the day like we would have loved it except yeah. for now we have phones and that's in spotify <laughs> right <laughs> Right. Right. Yeah. So does any of that that had to be there when you were right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah that's so, that all that all sounds sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. Right. No. So that's that whole floor. The next floor, Todd, is where where I just realized what was happening here. All right. <laughs> okay. You, you tell me. Now this was themed beautifully. It was I think it was called like the garage gear or garage shop or something like that. And you go down and the almost I think the entire floor is a garage vibe you walk in and it had like the exposed studs and 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 you know it looks like you're in a garage or an unfinished basement right and it has guitars drums videos and they have all these little areas where you straight up go get real real you know guitars you plug it in put headphones on and then they teach you how to play certain stuff so it's oh. a bunch of interactive exhibits which, yeah, i don't remember that now, whether it wasn't there or just we didn't participate in that, I couldn't tell you. But that does not sound familiar to me. Right. Or it could be that it, it was there and I, my my memory was just shit. Now, it was – go it was any one of those floor. ways. Right, right. <laughs> but it was the entire floor. And it was a huge 
huge area. And there was a place where you actually, I guess if you were a musician, you could sign up and they put everybody together and there was a room and it was like a garage and you'd play the songs and it was like karaoke, but for musicians. And I'm like, holy shit. That's you know, pretty neat. That was That's really cool. neat. Yeah. It was really neat. Yeah. And then there was a whole section where you could make your own band sticker, like your own logo and stuff. Uh, and then they printed <laughs> it out and, and everything was plastered with stickers. This whole entire floor was plastered with stickers. So oh, yeah. needless to say, that is that was like the one of the, that was one of the main floors. And this is where I'm like, all right, this isn't just dedicated to honoring rock and roll. This is this is a combination of this has to be a hands-on exhibit because the kids, my kids especially, if you ask them what was the most fun, uh, making the beatbox songs, making right. a sticker, and playing the instruments. Not one of them would have been like, oh, I saw this or saw that. Maybe Lainey would be like seeing <laughs> Elvis's motorcycle or whatever. Right. Uh, but then you realize that so much, about 50% of the real estate in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame have nothing to do with the history, but more so just music. And right. I'm fine with that. But it was like, oh, crap, like we're not this isn't this is not the Smithsonian or this. No. Yeah. You know, you know, and the gar <laughs> the garage was peppered with, you know, you know, posters and stuff like that. So there was like little semblances. And yes, you're learning how to play songs from rock and roll, you know, Hall of Famers. But it was just not what I expected from, you know, I expected what was on the fifth floor, you know, yeah. broken yeah. guitars and, and that stuff. Not, not, hey, we're going to go play garage band, you know, or a rock band with real right. guitars, in which it was. So, yeah. which that, I mean, that, if you're a musician, I imagine that's pretty kick ass. I guess that's, that's maybe the thing because we're not actual musicians. Maybe that well, doesn't have the same draw. No, I don't know. Maybe I was just there looking. So, I mean, and here's the frustrations you go down to the bottom floor, and the bottom floor is exactly what you expect. The bottom floor is top to bottom, starts from early influences all the way to modern pop symbols, and it is all their shirts, gear. You know, my favorite part they had a Beatles exhibit, and they had a whole, I was bunch, saying, you know, there was like a whole Beatles room, I think, wasn't there? Well, now they're doing the whole, there's a whole let it be section, which is okay. kind of taking stuff from the movie that was uh, on apple plus uh gotcha. one of the cooler things was like you actually saw the the actual documents where they wrote i me mine and uh, i got a feeling and then you saw these guitars that were played and the shirts that were worn during those sessions nice. all really really cool badass stuff and the bot the bottom floor was large and it must be underground so it's you know they had more real estate with it but it's exactly oh, yeah. what you would expect but boy i would have loved five floors of that because i was going yeah. around at you know and of course you're, <laughs> of course you get your, you know, your your Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and and you get some, you know, Zeppelin and Doors, like you see all that stuff. But you know, me, Journey fan, ELO fan, Moody Blues fan, you know, nothing, right? You know, nothing, nothing at all. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why, but there was a ton of Joan Jett shit, and I'm just like, I get her, you know, power to you, Joan Jett, but give me some goddamn Steve Perry. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. So. So, it, you know, and that that essentially is the I'm trying to remember, was, was there any Weird Al at all to be had? I'm trying to Weird remember Al's not in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I do not believe they, you know, yeah. if they did show anything of him, this is where it kind of got to the point where I'm like, all right, they're marketing towards the younger audience as well. Uh, yeah. You know, because when you get towards the bottom of the 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 floor, you're getting Harry Styles. You're getting say, Taylor is it, Swift. Is it all, is it all Taylor getting, Swift and Ed Sheeran the whole way? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it pretty much you get like, which is fine. I mean, that's, that's the modern equivalent of right. we enjoyed his rock and roll. So yeah, I get it. So yeah. so Laney was super jazzed about seeing, you know, um, 
you know, Harry Styles is weird Gucci, whatever, and Taylor <laughs> Swift's, you know, outfit. So that's right. fine. But it was really funny it, to me it, when you look back at the overall experience. It's just like, all right, so it's less museum, more interactive exhibit, which I imagine is probably, and you've been to more museums than me, um, is probably the modern way. Like less people want to walk and just read, you know, I guess I think, placards. I think things trend towards that. I think, I think, and, you know, I'm going to be the grumpy old man here and say, you know, in our, our, short attention span TikTok culture right. Fo- folks don't want to just walk down a pathway look at cool stuff and read placards you're right they, right. they want something to and that's fine like I got no problem with that like if that's what gets people interested in stuff rock on like right you know and, that, like, and that's it's like we've got that, we've got COSI which is like the local right. like uh center of science and industry it's like a like a science museum um geared more towards the younger set um right and there's a bunch of interactive stuff there which and it's pretty cool and like abby used to work at work there when she was a teen like before and she and she talks about how you know before it was a whole lot more science stuff and like a little less dumbed down for kids and interactive kind of thing right um and like I can, like I said, I can see, I can see advantages to both. Like if that's what it takes to get kids in there interested in science, let's do that. And you know, like rock and roll, it's not dead, but well, it's not. growing up. Rock and roll was was the major thing, and oh yeah, there was some some pop and some hip hop and stuff happening. Also, that those tables have turned. You know what I mean? And so I think anything oh, sure. to help keep rock alive. Let's let's do that. <laughs> well, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a little less rock and roll and more just like this is honoring musicians. You know, yeah. this is, you know, and, and that's fine. And I didn't have any issues with that whatsoever. And, oh, that's, yeah, no. and that's essentially how my calling card to say Weird Al needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Right. That's, well, that's know, it. like he's he's pretty iconic in far as music goes. And well, he did play rock and roll as well as all the other stuff. So, yeah, I think it's kind of a. Affront against humanity that he's not a part of that, but well, who, hopefully, who I we, mean, who do we petition to make this happen, Eric? Who do, who uh, do we, I'm sure there are petitions. Is there a uh, rock and roll Congress we need to appeal to? I we need to find them. We we absolutely. Uh, uh, I think we start with the rock and roll high school and we move our way up to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I yes. I don't even know. Yes. Uh, uh, all right. So with that being said, that is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We'll keep this nice and tight and quick. Uh, yeah. But that if you're looking to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, I did forget the best part. The best part is um, the wall segment is like a little uh, area where you just sit. And I recall that from 2004, there was a Pink Floyd, the, like the actual parts of the stadium show, the wall was there. Right. Uh, and that was my favorite part of the entire thing. But once again, very, very small, tiny. They were serving alcohol <laughs> right next door. And then no. they were having people sit within the little atrium. Um, so <laughs> it, was, it was the best. But that's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I would suggest if you're in the area and you like rock and roll, it is worth going. Oh, yeah. But uh, temper the expectations. It is less museum. It's more half and half at this point in time, which is fine. Yeah. Which yeah, I think works out fine. So yeah, no good, good stuff. Glad, glad you got to enjoy that. Thank you for sharing. Uh, thank you, listeners, for hanging with us and listening to the tales and rocking out, so to speak. And until next time, I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about. 
you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.